And what are we doing? Here we go. Here we go. Here we go again. American white guy. We've had the floor for at least 400 years. I cannot stop singing Bo Burnham songs. I just cannot. Let's call the Brenda. Oh, yeah. Way too loud. Okay. Hey. What's up? Nothing. What are you doing? I went to bed at 4 o'clock last night. Oh, my God. You're joking. And then I got up at fucking 8. At 8? Two hours ago? Jeez. It's so freaking hot out. I just, like, can't. This is the time of the year where I got to stay inside, you know? Yeah. Living in the South in the summer is not advantageous to um, sweat glands. It's not it, you know? It's not it. It's really not. <laughs> like I'm staring out the window and the windows are steamy. Like they're mm. steamed up, you know? Yeah. Like you like you just had sex in there, but you didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what have you been up to? Horse show ding. Oh, did you win? Did Star Girl win the blue ribbon yet? She won a blue ribbon, but it was the wrong color blue. Oh, there are different shades <laughs> of winning? Yeah, so in the bigger classes, they place through 12th, whereas like a normal class, they only place through like six or eight. So when you get into the big classes and they place so many, they got to come up with like all kinds of colors of ribbons, you know, like magenta. I was 10th in the big jumper classic on Thursday night. So 10th is baby blue. So like the ribbon's really pretty, mm-hmm. but that's the, I told Star Girl, I was like, this is a wrong shade of blue dog. Like dark blue is what we want here, you know? Yeah. But it was a tough class. Like it was, I don't do many night classes. Usually mine go like really early in the morning, but this was a charity horse show and they did a bunch of stuff at night and it was a big money class. There was like 20 in it. And, um, I went 11th and as I was going down the chute to walk in, I heard them announce that uh, only one horse had gone clear. So I was like, Oh shit. Like I could actually, I could actually like win some money here. Like no one's jumped clear. And I went in and I had two rails. So, and they were the two smallest jumps on course, but star was good. I can't complain that we had two like, you know, bummer rails, but it was intimidating, just like a lot of people in the stands and stuff like that we just don't normally have going on. So not the worst. Apparently, like three people fell off and somebody crashed through an oxer and I stayed on. I had a nice safe round, you know, it's all you can really ask for. Jesus, dude, it's like a Mad Max. Yeah. Gauntlet. I like how you're like, I told Star Girl, like, that's not the right color shade. I did. Like the like the horse knows what <laughs> the fuck you're, the horse is thinking, Oat bag. I'm gonna get my oat bag. Can't wait for this stupid thing to be over so I can go eat some oats and maybe an apple. It's so true. If the horse has any intelligence, must think that humans are the dumbest fucking creatures ever. They're like, we don't. We can just walk around this fence. We don't need to jump over it. We can just go to the left a little bit. (laughs) You know. Some horses like to jump. No, they don't. Yeah, 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 yeah. They no, do. That's like Trust saying me. that's like saying like some humans like to run marathons. They, they don't. do. No, yeah, they do. <laughs> no, they, I mean like they do and they don't though. Like it yeah. fucking hurts um, their knees. You you know, you shit your brains out afterwards. You do? Oh yeah. What do you mean? Because you eat 
Back in my day when I used to run a lot of races and stuff, well, first you carbo load like crazy, bro, before a race. And then you eat so much of that like goo, you know, the protein carb goo, so you can mm-hmm. have the energy to run fucking 26 miles. That wreaks havoc on your tum tum. Yikes, that sounds disgusting and awful. Yeah, I know. Yeah, fun week. It's but like it's hot. It's hot as hell. Like this is my last show until the summer's over because it's so steamy. I can't do it. What's end game for you? Like what, pie in the sky, horse show, <laughs> horse girl. What is your end game? Like, do you want to get a horse that's so badass at horse showed everyone wants to like fuck your horse so you make more mm. like cool horses that kill it at horse shows? That's one angle. That's not my angle though. What's your angle? I don't know. My angle is just to like constantly be improving and being a better rider. And like, obviously I want to do well. I want to keep like, I don't want to just be like stuck in the same thing that I'm doing. Like I want to keep advancing and jumping bigger and doing bigger classes and and doing well. Like that's just kind of my thing. How far away are you from the top class? So the top class is called the Grand Prix. The Grand Prix. The Grand Prix. Honestly, like, I don't know if I really ever, like, if I'm sitting here saying I aspire to do that. Those are like meter 50, meter 60. They're very big jumps. And you would, I would ride against all professionals. But there's a division called the amateur owner division that I'm, that I'm, I'm about to get into. It's, it starts at meter 20. And the thing, the cool thing about that is you have to own your horse to be able to compete in it. Mm-hmm. So you can't just, um, like a lot of people just lease horses, which is a lot cheaper, but it's sort of cheating because you can go lease a really nice horse. And if you, if, you, if you're rich, you can just go lease a nice horse or whatever, and then do really well. So I kind of like being in the division where you have to at least be able, you have to own your own horse. There's like a a sense of like pride in that, I guess, as an amateur. So I just want to get into that division and and wake be winning. That would be my goal for the foreseeable future. When does that happen? Uh, I think I'm going to move up to the meter twenties in August when I know that'll be my next horse show. Oh man. So is the money better? Yeah. The money gets better. The higher you jump. Hell yeah, dude. All right. Yeah, dog. All right, dog. Get fucking get that equestrian dollar bills. Yeah. Oh, speaking of horse girl stuff, I saw. I meant to bring this up last week. I said I saw that Sarah posted that she's officially a horse girl. Well, yeah, she's been a horse girl for a while, but uh, yeah. But does official mean like she's buying her own horse? No, I hope oh, not. Oh, come on! I hope, I hope so. Because she was working on that film and she had to ride a horse a lot. Uh, and she loved it. Yeah, she was all about it. and Maybe you guys should get a horse. No, 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 no. Why can't we just, let's just ride your horse? Surely there's a Cyrus horse in this, in fucking I LA. mean, you know what? I don't think there is anymore. I think we've brought them all here. Really? Yeah. But, like, you guys can visit Nashville and come ride anytime. Okay, that seems fair. Yeah. I mean, she's so little. Like, she could be on, like, a little pony, and it would be, oh, yeah. you know? Like, I feel like we get a pony, and the pony could just live in the backyard. Like, I don't even need to, like, straight up go to, like, a stable. Like, we can just get a little Shetland, and... Yeah. In, like, two weeks, that little Shetland would shit so much, your yard would be just full of horse shit. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. I'm running on, like... I'm like, you okay? I'm telling you, I, I just, <laughs> You're freaking I'm me. so fucking uh, deprived of sleep. Oh my God. 
Okay, so this one we're just all gonna be on the struggle bus because yeah. I literally, you know, I went from Vegas straight to the horse show. Like I have no life. Like yeah. the past two weeks of my life have been so crazy. But something exciting happened while I was at the horse show. Okay. It wasn't supposed to happen until I got home, and then little baby Cyrus decided to come early. Brazen had his baby on Tuesday. Oh my god. A nine-pound little chunker that they named Bear Chance Cyrus. Such a Cyrus name. <laughs> How good is that? Bear. Bear. It's oh so good though. God. I don't I don't think they're really posting like photos of, of his face yet, but I got sent a photo from the hospital and he's like such a chunker. Yeah. And and I was like, You guys named him Bear? Like you're asking for this kid to just be gigantic, like a mammoth of a man, like six foot six. Oh, I bet blood loved that name. <laughs> Wait, so you've you not met Bear? Have you not no, met? No, I just I, I just got back late last night. Uh I drove up from Memphis. So I think we're doing something at the house tomorrow and I think they're gonna bring him over. But I mean they just got home from the hospital a couple days ago. So this is all just like super fresh. When I was living in Nashville, my sister was there. Every child she had, I went to the hospital. Well, with COVID still lingering, oh, yeah. it's like you can't really do that. Uh, I think my mom was actually able to go, and she didn't even think she was going to be able to go in. But my mom did go to the hospital and was there when they had him and got to see him in the hospital. But for all of us, I think the deal was, you know, you got to wait till he goes home. Dude, your mom is a grandma now. Dude, she's the hottest grandma that's ever lived. Dude, and you know what? Up. She she is thriving. And this is all she's ever dreamed of is a grandbaby. Really? Oh yeah. She's she's every day going over to, to Brazen's to like visit and like hold it and just she's just in her element. Does your mom and Brazen's wife get along? They do, yeah. I mean I don't think they've spent a ton of time together just because, you know, my mom has been in LA and obviously Brazen and Stella live here, mm. but Stella's great. She's super sweet. She's super chill and laid back. I mean, she's easy to get along with, but I definitely think this whole experience has bonded them for sure. Yeah. Um, my mom's, you know, my mom's been here for like a month now. Just she wanted to be around and be available and obviously be here when little bear was born. And so I think, um, I think they're going to get super close just with this whole thing, you know, I, I don't have a kid. So like, I, I don't know how that works, but like, I think it's a bonding thing. Yeah. It's important. You also need the yeah. mother-in-law to like basically pull some night shifts for you. Oh yeah. You know, Which Absolutely. I, I'm not sure if Tish is going to do really, but yeah, you know, Tish's bedtime is like 7 PM. So yeah, I think she's going to be an afternoon shift kind of person. Wow. The Cyrus clan is a growing and you're not having kids, right? No. Mm -mm. You're done. You're over it. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think so. Wow. How does everyone feel about that? I think it's fine. No one cares that Brandy has no desire uh -oh. to perpetuate the human race with more Cyruses. No. I mean, do we really need more Cyruses? No. I just don't think. I don't think. Uh, but here's the thing. There's five of us. So it's like if one of us doesn't have kids, like you got four more, you know, yeah. to pop them out. I mean, plenty of opportunities. I just want to be the cool aunt that like buys cute clothes and, you know, when they want to come over and ride a pony, like I got you. You know, come oh, over yeah. to, to the family petting zoo. Like we're all good. I'm going to be the cool aunt that does all the cool things. That's all I need. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, you know, Courtney Kardashian. Are we done talking about the baby? I'm sorry. I uh... yeah, yeah, yeah. No, we're done. That's good. 
Do you know Kourtney Kardashian is dating Travis Barker? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of into it. I am too, but t- is, it, is it a little too try hard for me? Like, I feel like we get it. You guys are in a relationship, okay? Let's pump the brakes on fucking caring about this. It's a little Pete Davidson, Ariana Grande for me, where I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, we get it. You guys are together, and then I feel like it's going to crash and burn. Well, sure. I mean, you know, most relationships do. I know. Crash and burn, Wells. Not to put a damper on on your great relationship. <laughs> I mean, obviously you're the exception to that rule. Wow. What a jaded, a jaded old maid. <laughs> I just like Travis Barker. Do you think that Blink-182 fans are into this or are they like this is no. exactly what we were fighting against? You know, fighting against like, wow against the fucking Hollywood elite. We're fucking Blink One Eight. What do you think Blink One Eight Two fans are called? Blinkers. Blinkers. Yeah, we're like we're blinkers, and this is not what we're all about. Travis Barker's a fucking traitor. Fuck that dude. He's with a goddamn Kardashian. Here's the thing with the Kardashians. Everything to me is a publicity stunt. Everything. And so nothing that they do that is serious, I can take serious because everything is a PR move, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's like Kim Kardashian wants to be a lawyer, really? Or is it like a good storyline for the fucking show that she's like studying for the bar? Like, why are you becoming – like, it's great that you don't want to like help the world and she has like, I guess, like tried to like get, you know, people that are in jail that shouldn't be in jail out, which is like really, really wonderful. But like, why are you becoming a lawyer? You're a – billionaire at this point what are you doing is it just because it's for the show you know and it's like why are you dating travis barker because we need more like angsty emo kids from like in their mid-30s to watch the kardashians do you know what i'm saying like none of it yeah. makes any, i just don't care because everything is just like we need to make a headline i mean yeah i would call that brand strategy yeah which i get it but <laughs> i don't know man What's like Miley's next brand strategy moment? She got one? I don't know. Miley tends to just do things um like on the fly. Like there's not a whole lot of like planning in advance. It's just like a whole lot of like I have a question about the Miley things. of it all. And I don't even know if you can really answer this question honestly. But the whole like she obviously was like squeaky clean Disney girl and then she pivoted Not by choice. <laughs> well, Yes, by choice. She wanted to, I'm sure she wanted to be the star of her own television show. Well, for sure. But like, you know, the Disney machine is very like, you got to play by the rules. Well, yeah, but you had you have to know what you're getting into if you're going to go star in a Disney show. Yes and no. But when you get into it at 11, 12 years old, I mean, do you really know what you're signing up for? Well, your parents should have known. Well... Okay, so yes, yes, obviously, but also, like, it did, like, create your sister, so, like, there is some positives to it all. The Miley of it all where, like, she decides to, this backlash to the squeaky clean image, is that a PR move, or is that, like, just Miley being like, I, this isn't me, I need to actually be who I am? Yeah, none of it's a PR move. Really? Yeah, promise. Because it was a good one. You're just really overthinking all this now at this point. Really? I've said it before that, like, you know, Tish the Dish is, like, is a Kris Jenner over here. You know what? She isn't, isn't, because she's so stoned all the time. Yeah. (laughs) That she doesn't really, um, like, 
plot and strategize like that. I don't know that you can really put Tizzle and Kris Jenner in the same category. Listen, we'd be a lot richer if my mom was as good of a PR strategist as Kris Jenner. Yeah. Am I right? If everyone's career just goes to shit, you guys just need to start a card. I, I, I'm surprised. Oh, that, that. I'm surprised E hasn't like confronted you guys, uh, approached you guys to do a show. I mean, I think like there's been countless people yeah. approaching my mom saying like, would you guys ever do a show? And we're just like too cool for school, I guess, is the consensus, the family consensus. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm over here like, uh, how much money are we talking? Yeah, you yeah. Know? But everybody else is like, nah, nah, we're too cool for that. Yeah, but then you look at like the Kardashians' bank accounts, and oh. you know, and like, I just more horses, and I'm like, sign me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll work for horses. <laughs> Seriously. Once everyone becomes broke and completely irrelevant, then you guys will do it, and then you know it'll be a good rebound, like a turn to glory story. Yeah. What's that show about? Um, on Netflix, it's like all the old people. Grace and Frankie. Is that what I'm thinking of? Oh yeah. Yeah, so we'll do that. We'll be like, everyone will be old. It'll be like the Cyrus Family Assisted Living Edition. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the AARP version. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch that. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Should we start the show or... Oh, you know, I We don't have to. Whatever. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, what do. This I'm, is why I can't be in charge. I know. When I'm not working out full fucking strength, <laughs> this show just goes to shit, man. <laughs> YFT unfiltered. Yeah. Welcome to. I don't even know if I'm gonna have time to edit this bitch. We're just gonna let oh we're gonna put this one out. This this one just is. It is what it is, guys. Welcome. All right. We should we should start the show. We should start the show. Yeah. 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 Is it me? I think it's you. Yeah. 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 Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with Welsh and Brandy. <laughs> All right, YFTers. I mean, there's a lot of sleep hacks out there. We were actually talking about noise machines earlier, but there's also like no snacking at night, yoga before bed, meditation. I try to do that. Instead of trying them all, you can immediately transform your sleep with Bowl and Branch. We're talking about the best-selling sheets ever. Incredible on night one and only get softer with every single wash. Brandy and I love Bowl and Branch sheets. I truly do. I just got home from being gone for like two weeks and there's just nothing better than getting in my own bed with my cozy, cozy bedding. And for me, that is my bowl and branch sheets. They are made with the finest 100% organic cotton and are completely free from toxins. They feel so buttery soft, but they're so breathable at the same time. And they're perfect for the summer months ahead where it's a bit toasty out. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back. That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at bowlandbranch.com. That's Bowl & Branch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING. Um, batch. You, I didn't watch the whole thing. Dude. I didn't have time. You got nothing today too, do you? I got <laughs> not, not a whole lot, but you're, you're listen, I got through the Greg date. I got through the Greg date. Initial thoughts. Carl is annoying. <laughs> <sighs> That's your initial thought. Initial thought. Carl annoys me. <laughs> Stop talking. Jeez. Stop talking so much. First of all, like his whole thing of like, 
I know that someone's not here for the right reasons, but I don't want to say who it is. And uh, all the guys are like, well, the, who the fuck is it? And he's like, oh, we'll give them the opportunity to you know, come forward. And it's like, okay, that sounds like you don't know who the guy is, and you're just saying that, and you can't think of someone's name, and you don't want to throw anyone under the bus, so you're just like, oh, no, I'm pretty sure that somebody's bad guy. It makes zero sense. But I also kind of love it because all the guys are like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? First of all, he needs some camera time, all right? And second of all, he's just stirring the pot and then he knows the shit's all going to like come to the surface if he just keeps stirring. I know. I guess it's kind of smart. Like you, you can go into any situation on The Bachelor, The Bachelor, The Bachelor in Paradise and be like, I just, just so you guys know, I know someone's not here for the right reasons. And then everyone's like, well... What's the information? Like, what information do you have? I don't want to reveal any of my sources. Okay, so like, so who is it? I want them to come forward. Wait, hold on. Maybe it's nobody. Maybe, but I'm not sure. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. It's like tabloid journalism, you know? Like, sources say that uh, someone's here, not here for the right reasons. Cover of National Enquirer. Carl's annoying, but I love him. But also, like, if I was on that season, I'd be like, I hate this guy. <laughs> it doesn't make any sense. The Greg date. I loved the Greg date. Are we really going to just skip forward to that? I don't know. Like, what else happened that was important? Important is a um, is a loose word in yeah. Bachelor Nation. Yeah. But they did the group date first, where they, like, go in and, like, are like, okay, sell yourself as a great lover or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I just, I'm like, oh, the guy... I get, like, it's cool. Katie's, like, so, you know, they keep throwing around sex positive. Like, this is the first Bachelorette that's, like, I don't know, like, been that way, I guess. But they're, like, they're just, like, really overdoing it, I feel. Yeah. Like, they got to give this a rest at some point. And also, like, just because you had a dildo one time, yeah. does that make you, like, the sex positive queen? I don't understand. Like, I feel like everyone's got a dildo. Yeah, I know. Katie was just the first one to, like, wave it around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> I kind of agree with you. It's like, okay, we get it. Like, you're all about sex and sex positivity, but like, the entire cast is hot people. So, guess what? They are all fucking each other. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. Okay, but that leads me to um, what's our boy's name that's a virgin? Mike. Was it Mike? All right. So, here, here's my question. Yeah. Do you think so? Obviously, the producers are sitting here like, oh, we ought to put the virgin on the sex positive date. And Absolutely. Sexy. So do you think they were put they put him in that situation thinking he's just going to fail miserably and but like he came out on top, you know? Like do you think that that's what the, do you think the producers schemed that for him to come out on top or do you think they were scheming for him to get destroyed? I think that you're overthinking that kind of stuff. It's <laughs> you know something's going to happen, you know? Mm -hmm. It's a bunch of guys having to talk about sex and then one guy who's never had sex. So no matter how it falls out, like either it's terrible and that's beautiful television or it's amazing and that's beautiful television. Like the, you can't go wrong here or he doesn't say anything and then it's fucking weird and beautiful television or he lies and says he Ooh, is not yeah, a virgin and that's beautiful television because all of a sudden Mike, maybe Mike's the guy that's not here for the right reasons, you know? Like, what if the dirt that Carl has is that really Mike's like... <laughs> Like a fucking playboy and just like a sex addict. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he was freaking me with the question marks. Like, 
And I feel like they didn't make as big of a deal about that as they could have. Mm-hmm. Like when they were answering all those dumb questions with the whiteboard. My thing was like when he sat down on the, he like on the bed and like did his, you know, his whole spiel to Katie. She didn't seem that surprised. He's wearing that that like the cross necklace, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. the my pillow guy, and I feel like once you see that, like you're like, all right, it's not even like tucked behind your shirt. It's like I want everyone to know. Out there. Yeah, yeah. And then I mean, I I think I'd have walked in and been like, all right, that guy's probably a virgin. All right, here we go. Or he's like born again or something, you know? So I wouldn't been too surprised. Yeah. But like, first of all, let, let's just give like give credit where credit credit is due. Him talking about it in the interview, just like, you know, just him in the camera was like really, really good. He got emotional. I felt for him, you know, and then his whole thing with Katie, I thought was like really well done, like his poem or whatever it it was. Yeah. And I was happy for him that he won, like he won the trophy, but he didn't win the fucking rose. Like he didn't get the date. You can't win both. If I'm Mike, I'm like, motherfucker, I don't want this fucking plastic trophy. Give me the rose. I don't give a shit about this. F- what? I'd have been so angry. I'd have been like, I just, on national television, told the world that I am a virgin and I don't even get the date rose. I get this stupid trophy, like this bowling trophy from 1987 that you guys found in a gift shop. No, yeah, thank I you. just I feel like it's rare when someone like, quote unquote, like wins the date, you know, when it when there's a when there's like a trophy or a whatever, like a winner of like the day, the group date. And then I feel like whoever gets the rose is always different than whoever like gets the trophy. Yeah, well, Mike deserved to get both then. All right. He's not. getting both. Well, then, then he shouldn't have gotten the. But who, who did get the rose? Remind me. I think it was Thomas. I'm not really sure. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. And I was kind of shocked by that. I was, uh, I don't know. Yeah, because you wanted the virgin to get it because he just exposed. I didn't think the virgin was getting it. I know, but the virgin should have gotten it. Yeah, I beg to differ. Yeah. And then also, Connor, I feel like, is the biggest badass ever. Uh, Do you? Yeah, yeah. And I tell you what, like, Connor's got solid Evan vibes where he's solid. He's such a dork, but uh-huh. like really endearingly dorky. He has really shot his shot early. Like he went cat mm-hmm. costume, hard mm-hmm. in the paint. And he's it, still milking it. Committed to the bit. Yeah, because she fucking likes it, dude. I know, it's weird. Dude, if you're dating somebody and you figure out like what their thing is, then you just ride that bitch to the fucking end, you know? And he was like, this crazy cat lady's into this shit. Like she's into some fucking. She's a furry. She's in, she's into cosplay. Like, all right, here we go. You know, it'd be really funny if like he makes it to hometowns, or no, he makes it oh, to the fantasy God. suite, and he just he fucking no. rails her in the cat costume. Oh my god, that would be such good TV. It would be amazing. Like they're both furries. Like they both come. Out, the next morning, they both come out of the fucking Thailand hotel wearing fucking cat costumes and just oh like makeup god. everywhere and like fucking matted fur and everything. Oh my god, I would love that. What if Katie- they're definitely gonna go on a date to a cat cafe? Yeah. And if they're not, producers really missed out on that one. Yeah. And, like, Katie's going to, like, get a leash for him and, like, walk him around and stuff. Yes. But anyways, back to, like, he's such a dork. He's, like, so endearingly dorky. I love him so much. Is it endearing? He kind of gives me the creeps. No. I think he's awesome. I really (sighs) do. 
And like that song that he wrote was good. And then he was like, don't forget I play the piano and I'm good with my fingers. And I was like, oh, that's about fingering people, you <laughs> dirty dog. Sorry, you filthy kitty cat. Oh, my God. I, exactly. Creepy. <laughs> yeah, I... But Evan was creepy too. But like we, but we love we learned. And isn't he a math teacher? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And his, that's even creepier. His like seventh grade math class and be like, uh, Mr. Connor, we saw you talking about fingering chicks oh on God. TV. <laughs> Yikes! Now, hey, excuse me. I have a question. Uh, not pertaining to the. Pythagorean theorem, uh, but when you said you're good with your fingers, were you talking about uh, finger blasting chicks? <laughs> oh I'm so sorry, wife tears. Uh, what? It's a, it's a good thing that's going to happen. He's going to go go back, have to teach some classes, and people are going to be like, "What were you talking about there?" Or is he going to get fired? <laughs> I don't think so. I think he's going to look like the good guy. I think everyone's going to love him. Yeah. It was a funny date, though. And yeah. Also, shout oh, out to I... Heather McDonald. I've been on her show a bunch of times. You have? Yeah. Hmm. Oh, you have. Okay, so then Greg Day. Okay, well, speaking of endearing, yeah. I am obsessed with Greg. So this is so interesting to me because to me, Greg looks so boring. Like, he... he looks really vanilla, but he just comes across, he comes across to me as like very authentic there's no fanfare there's no he just is who he is he is what he is you know what i mean you know what he looks like he looks like the guy next door from every disney movie i ever saw he, well, i was about to say he looks like he walked out straight out of like a 90s sitcom yes you know what i mean it's adorable and he's you know he's he's not the most interesting he's not the most extravagant God. but like he's cute and super sweet and just seems I don't know, very, seems like very, just like, real. That's the most, like, honest thing I think I've ever heard any woman say. Because you guys don't really care about extremely good looks. You're like, you know, he's, like, not the cutest. He's, like, not the most <laughs> the, the most energetic. Uh, it's like, you guys, <laughs> you guys pretend like you want some, like, you know Ryan Reynolds hunk of a dude but really what you want is just he's like wrecked. yes it's just like the boring guy next door who just like seems like he's got a heart of gold that's the thing like I don't think he's interesting everyone's like just fucking losing their minds over Greg are they yeah oh dude I saw on Twitter like people were like I'm just here for Greg like I just care yeah, about Greg. I like him I know. So does she, apparently. He just seems the most genuine out of everybody so far. I mean, obviously, we don't know everyone super well yet, but I don't know. I mean, we'll see if this lasts, right? Like, you don't want to peak too early in this show, and I feel like he's he's peaking very early with, yeah. like, the whole, you know, um, first impression thing and then getting the first date and having a great first date and being all emotional. Like, it's all happening real early, and that scares me for him. Yeah. Speaking of the date, my whole time I'm just sitting there being like, hey, dude, sweet date in the dirt. Like, it's... <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing's just in fucking brown dirt. It's like, <laughs> there's nothing cool about this. Hey, let's go drive this red truck in the dirt and then go pretend to fish, <laughs> I guess. Brown fucking Albuquerque dirt date. Yeah. I was just sitting there being like, oh, man, cool. And they're all, they're both wearing like... 
Like, how fucking cold is it there? Like, why are you guys all fucking bundled up? Like, you know, I don't like know. Eskimos? But I loved their outfits. They were like, they were like coordinated, but not. It was very like mountain chic. I was here for it. Yeah, it was like they went to like the the Quicksilver store and was like, all right. <laughs> We're going snowboarding. After our dirt date, we're going snowboarding together. <laughs> See, this is my kind of bachelor at uh, season. I was, I live for this. Like, I love a good mountain date yeah, and a good yeah, outdoorsy yeah. date. He doesn't come across to me as somebody that is very outdoorsy. No. What do you like? He, he, he persevered on, you know? He was like, all right, I'm going to get through this and I'm going to suck at it. But, like, there's fireworks at the end. So sweet. Yeah. Grandma, Grandpa, tell me about the first time you you real when you first realized that you were in love with Grandma. Well, Timmy, let me tell you, we went on a dirt date. <laughs> I have Vern here. We went on a dirt date, and then afterwards, your Grandma Nana said, "I need a shit bucket." <laughs> that was funny, though. So take this. Bucket. So I took the bucket and I top knocked the top off, and then we had a bucket to shit in. <laughs> well, Grandpa, things were much different back then. They were. We went on dirt dates and shit in buckets. That was funny, though. I did appreciate. Pipe down, that. burn. Pipe down. And then they went fishing. Didn't catch a fucking thing. Nope. Didn't even, dude. They both have like their. That both their parents have, have passed away. It was like, Jesus Christ, this is I know. heavy. So he finally got like emotional. I feel like at now, I feel like, I feel like Greg's going to come out of his shell after he went on the dirt date and then fucking, and then had to, you know, talk about his, his dad, mm-hmm. his, his, his dad. Yeah. His dad passing yeah. away. Mm-hmm. So now he's comfortable <clears throat> in front of cameras and stuff. So, and it, it was a good date. Is the season over though? Like, am I, do I know who's going to win episode two? No, we do this every season. My money's on Greg, dude. I mean, I like Greg. Here's the thing. Even though her connection with Greg is great and whatever, Katie likes having so many options. Like, she's she's got options, you know? And I I think she thinks she does. And I think she's, I think even as much as she likes Greg and as much as Connor's a cute cat and all, like, I think she's going to ride this out. <laughs> And cool and explore the options. Well, I think she, I think she will too. I mean, that's the whole point of the show. But like, yeah, I don't know, man. I mean, like, who are your front runners here? I mean, you got Connor the the kitty cat. You got Dirt Date Greg. You got Crazy Carl who's making shit up. Uh, I think it, I think we need one more episode just to call yeah. front runners. Like, it's just too early. I know. And then okay, so then they go on this fucking mud wrestling date. So I didn't see this. Yeah, okay, well, then just buckle in, baby. So they all get dressed up like cowboys, like rancheros. Oh, like cute. Cabareros. Wait, first of all, I don't know if you guys just keep seeing it, but there's, like, teasers for the next episode where it's, like, Tasha and Caitlin in, like, a like a yeah. drop top. Uh-huh. And they're, like, th- it looks like Thelma and Louise. Uh-huh. And am I the only one that's, like, do you guys remember how Thelma and Louise ended? Does anyone remember how Thelma and Louise ended? <laughs> are you telling me that Tasha and Caitlin are going to drive that fucker off a cliff? Like, I mean, <laughs> like, w- what are we trying to say here? Like, I'm so confused at, at, the, at the imagery of it all. I'm like, is it foreshadowing is about it, the season ends? Yeah, yeah. 
Is it foreshadowing about them dying in a terrible, fiery crash? It's very confusing. Anyways, so they get all these assholes dressed up like cowboys, uh, and then they walk them over to like this mud pit, and they got a mud wrestle. They got to do some wrestling. And fucking this whole th- <laughs> this whole season just dirt. <laughs> All right, we got some dry dirt for Greg. We need some wet dirt for these assholes. Uh, tomorrow God. we'll get some like normal dirt. Uh, dirt date. So they make these assholes fucking wrestle in the dirt. And we finally get to understand the Cody Aaron saga. Because in night one, like it just, but, which I loved, Aaron coming up to Cody being like, I don't fucking like you. <laughs> fuck you. Stay away from me. And it was like, what the fuck just happened? He's just going up to people saying <laughs> In my mind, I really love the fucking idea. Like, this is this one guy. And just goes around. Like, you are it. so sleep deprived. I know, I was going around. But fuck you, <laughs> Stay oh away from me. Fucking Aaron's got fucking. Aaron's got You're fucking crying. This is not right. <laughs> oh, fuck. Everyone's just like, dude. What's wrong with Aaron? He's just going around. God, Wells. <laughs> <laughs> just going around to go fuck themselves for no reason. Oh, God. So we finally... Oh, God, I gotta take a break. I know. I, I, like a little bit fucking sleep deprived. Oh, my God. Fucking <laughs> air just going around yelling at people again. <laughs> we need a different dirt area for Aaron to yell at people. So... Uh, <laughs> Lap. So, anyways, we find out why uh, Aaron like Cody is because they're from the same town, I guess San Diego or something. And I guess Cody was basically being like, "I'm going on the show for fame," and like was telling about telling people about it on social media or like whatever. So we find out about it. <clears throat> so all these guys are wrestling in the dirt, uh, in the wet dirt, and then at the end, it's Cody versus Aaron, and they start wrestling. And Katie and Tasha and Caitlin are like, oh, man, they're really going at it. Oh, man, there's some serious tension. Oh, man, what's going on? And I'm sitting there being like, this is just like everyone else is wrestling. They don't, it looks like every other bout, they don't look any different than anybody else. If anything, they look more stupid. Afterwards, she was like, Katie was like, I could really tell that like something's going on between you, between you and Cody, Aaron. And I'm like, could you? Could you really? Because it just looked like a bunch of guys fucking wrestling in the dirt. Uh, but anyway, she fucking kicked him out, dude. I couldn't believe it, actually. She just, like, went off purely off vibe. was like, well, Aaron said that you're a bad guy. And then Cody kind of didn't, wasn't, like, didn't, like, fight. Like, I'm not a bad guy. He was yeah, like, Yeah, huh. didn't defend himself. He was like, huh, interesting. And she was like, I got a bad vibe from that. You got to go home. Peace out. I mean, listen, it's all about vibes, you know? It's all about the vibe. All about the vibe. Speaking of vibes, the fact that Trey is wearing a tuxedo in the fucking cocktail party. <laughs> I don't even know if it's, tu- if it's a tuxedo or if he's wearing a bow tie, but it looks like a tuxedo. It's like way too overdressed for this situation. You guys are filming in Dirtland. You don't need to be wearing a tuxedo. That's probably way too much on Bachelor. But to be honest with you, I have nothing really else to talk about, so we're going to do well, a heavy... Well, if you... Watched Handmaid's Tale, you would. Oh my God, we're again with the Handmaid's Tale. 
It's so good, Wells. It's so good. Wait, hold on. Let's put a bow on Bachelor. Who's your front runner now? Dirt Greg? Greg's my fave, yeah, so far. I'm telling you, I, I like Courtney with a Q. I know you're a hater. I'm just a hater of the name. I don't think Katie's going to, I don't think he's going to be a front runner for Katie, but I like him. I think he's funny. Yeah, I, I, I like him, and I met him when I was there, and I made fun of his name while I was there. And mm-hmm. so that's not going to change. My, my thing about Greg is like, <clears throat> even Greg is boring. Like, like even like even the name Greg is boring. You know, sure. Like everything yeah. about Dirt Greg is boring, dude. But we love him. That's, that's all. You know, girls, women pretend like they want the good-looking hunk who's funny and interesting. The truth of the matter is, is that women just want the boring dirt guy. You want to know why the good-looking hunk treats you like shit? Yeah, I know. And the boring guy treats you like the queen you are. That's right. Thank you. Your money's on Courtney with the Q and Dirt Guy. <laughs> no, money is not on Courtney with the Q. Oh. I just like him. Yeah. My money's on Dirt Greg. I mean, I do like Greg. Yeah. I'm not going to call him that. Dirt Greg's funny. I like Carl just fucking making up bullshit. Uh, well, and he has the same name as your dog, so that's cool. Yeah, but he's supposed with a K. I like Cat Guy. I I like cat guy. All right. All right. I'm sorry. I like kitty cat guy. And then uh, oh, I like Trey. I like Trey and his stupid tuxedo. So there you go. There's my favorites right there. I like Trey. Oh, I like box guy too. You do? Yeah, I like box guy. Okay. So tell me about Hammy's Tale. What's happening oh in a world called Glendale? Gilead. 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 Not Glendale. Bro. She has escaped Gilead. Oh my all right? God, she did. We're out. We're in Canada. Canada is the holy land. I know. Okay, so they said something interesting. Okay, so th- if you if you aren't caught up on Handmaids and you don't want things to be spoiled, I would fast forward like maybe 45 seconds. Okay. So she's in Canada and her and her, and her like husband that she don't love no more, I don't think, they really want to get <laughs> Hannah back. Hannah's their daughter. Yeah. She goes to Nick, who's her like lover in Gilead, who she had Nicole, the baby with, Nicole, when the commander forced her to have sex with him because he can't have a kid. So it, it's like her like lo- her like secret lover, like forbidden lover in Gilead. So she goes to him to try to get info on Hannah. First of all, like they're having a moment. Like I always knew that she really had like real feelings for Nick. Like I could always tell. Like all right, you know, I actually like, actually loves this guy, and obviously he loves her because he. He has the power to like put her away and and he doesn't. But they meet up and they're like having a moment, man. Like they're like they love each other. And she brings Nicole, his daughter, and they're just like and I I couldn't help but man, like it's so I'm so happy that she escaped to Canada. Like I, it's all we ever wanted for her, right? Was her freedom. But now I'm like, shit, you should be with Nick. But like Nick is such a dumbass. Nick, leave Gilead. Leave with June. Go be free. Go live in Canada. Go be together with your daughter. Like, what are you doing, bro? Why do you want to be a commander in the fucked up place of Gilead? I don't get it. She leaves and he puts on a fucking wedding ring. Like he had taken it off while she was there and slides it on his finger. What? Nick's married? But he loves June. And he's like, I should have ran away with you when I had the chance. You have another chance now, bro. What are you doing? Fucking dirt, Greg. Men are so dumb. Yeah. If only he was, what's his name? Nick. If only Nick was more like dirt, Greg, you know, boring and easy to deal with. I know. I know, but man, all right, so now we've learned there's like there's like another Gilead or a Gilead extension or something in Colorado. I need to know more about that. Okay. 
Wow. That's a lot of information that I didn't listen to right there. Yeah. <laughs> Did you take a nap <laughs> yeah. during that rant? Yeah. <laughs> a quick, quick nap. Okay. Is that it? Are we done with... Um... Done with Handmaids. I also caught up on Grey's. I hadn't watched. I didn't realize how many how many weeks I had missed. But like, I I was kind of giving up on Grey's a little. Like I've been disappointed. You know, like Meredith's been in this COVID coma for so long. She's still like, in the she, coma. No, 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 no. She's out. Oh. But like while she was in the coma, I was like, this is boring. I, I don't like Grey's without Meredith. She's just like asleep the whole time. So I kind of like like went away from it. And then like, here, spoiler alert, dun dun dun. DeLuca died. And so I was like, all right, now I really, I just can't with Grace right now. Like, I no DeLuca, no Meredith, because she's in a coma. Like, what's happening here? Are you there? Yeah. And so I, I kind of dropped off, but I was catching up this week. And it's getting, it's getting better. Meredith's back, you know. She's, she's fully healed from COVID, thank God. Like, everyone was, like, scared to tell her about DeLuca because he died while she was uh, in, a, in her coma. And she, because she saw him, you know, on the beach in her, like, between life and death world, she, like, wasn't shocked. And she was, like, all good about it. So, like, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm back on the Grace train. I'm back on the Grace train. Okay. Where's McDreamy? McDreamy's been long gone. Long gone. I don't care that anymore. I'm long only, gone. I'm only here for McDreamy. He ain't he ain't back. He ain't coming back. So it's like if you can't have McDreamy, you might as well like get a little like Irish ass on the side, you know? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Irish ass. I watched a movie on Netflix called Awake. Have you heard of that? Uh, I don't think so. After a devastating global event wipe out all electronics and eliminated people's ability to sleep. A former soldier may have found a solution with her daughter awake. So the main character is this woman named Jill, and it's played by Gina Rodriguez, who you've seen before. Uh, she has a daughter and a son, and so like kind of in the beginning of the movie, like this thing happens where like all electronics break down, like cars, planes, everything just stops. It's kind of fucked up. And, That's scary. And then they start to realize as the days go by that, that no one can sleep. And the thing about, like, if you don't sleep, you, like, quickly go crazy, and then you die because your brain starts to swell. I guess the idea is that, did you know that when you sleep, your brain has to shrink? No. Your brain has to shrink to fall asleep. Your brain has to, like, lower its temperature. Well, not, not shrink, but, like, your brain has to lower its temperature, I think, by, like, two degrees for you to sleep. And that's mm -hmm. why it's so much easier for you to sleep in a cold room than a hot room. Oh. Yeah. Anyway, so these motherfuckers can't go to sleep. And so people just start losing their minds. They start to hallucinate and like can't keep it together. But for some reason, Jill's daughter can sleep. And so then it becomes like trying to get the daughter to like this government facility to so they can like run tests on her to figure out like why she can sleep but no one else can all the while like everyone's losing their minds like slowly going crazy and getting very violent and stuff it's like it's like a weird thing it was like it's kind of like zombies but like not because they're not like eating flesh and stuff and like you're not like fighting them off but like people are losing it so fast that they're going crazy anyways mm -hmm. really cool concept fun movie i really liked it Okay. I like that it's just a movie and not a whole series. Yeah. Awake. It's on Netflix. Still reading The Hail Mary, and mm. it is still very good. 
Oh, and by the way, um, I was talking about the Bo Burnham special inside last week, and uh-huh. um, I just want everyone to know that uh, I've watched it three times since then. What? And yes. Wow. I need you guys to know that um, if you're wondering how I'm doing, all you need to know is that I've watched the Bo Burnham special three times, and that should tell you everything you need to know about like my mental state currently. I guess I didn't really realize like all the crazy, uh, weird feelings that I was harboring over the pandemic until I watched the Bo Burnham special, and then he really brought out all of the darkness and the sadness and the hardship that I was going through, and it really speaks to me. And I think that it's one of the greatest things I've ever watched in my entire life. Not more that I watch wow. it, and like I keep on noticing other things about it, and it's beautiful and amazing. And I need everyone to go watch the Bo Burnham Inside documentary. Oh, wow. Especially. Okay. Do it. That was the most emotion I've ever seen you show on the show. It's it's a lot, right? Wow. It's it's a really beautiful special. And Okay. I'll watch it. I'm a little concerned, actually, about Bo Burnham just in general. I hope he's mm-hmm. okay. You know? Mm-hmm. But you need to watch it. Yeah, I do. You what are you do- drinking? I got kombucha. I got Yuck. some booch, babe. <laughs> I'm a booch boy. You know I'm a booch boy. I know you're a booch boy. I'm a booch boy. Do you have any songs you want to play? Um, let me see. I'm a special kind of white guy. What? Lord has a new song. Let me listen to this. Dude, Lord's looking good these days. I saw some picture of her in like a bikini, and I was like, "Damn, dude, no car." The album cover for this song. Can you go look at it real quick? It's a very interesting uh, album cover or single cover or whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, well, see, I'm telling you, she's in this bathing suit showing off. Is this just, just showing just straight cooter? Yeah. Are we just looking at cooters? I think so. <laughs> want to play the song? Well, I want to look at the cooter first and then, okay, I'll play it. My cheeks in that color, overripe peaches. No shirt, no shoes, only my features. My boy behind me, he's taking pictures. Oh, he's taking pictures. Tutor. Boys and girls onto the beaches. Come on, come on, tell you my secrets. I'm kind of like a prettier Jesus. All right, let's get into it. Come on. There we go. There we go. Forget all of the tears that you've cried. It's over. And the song's over too. Okay. I don't know. Do you like it? I do kinda. It's a vibe. I mean, Lord's a vibe. It's cooler. It's co- much cooler than like the last couple of things she's put out. Like she started to get a little mainstream on me. Yeah. I mean. And this feels a little cooler. It's a little bit of like, since when is Lord like a, I don't know, like showing off her booty and stuff? Like this is a whole different Lord. Dear right, Lord. So my girl Kelsey Ballerini teamed up with Lainey. Yeah. Lonnie. Is it Lainey or Lonnie? I think it's Lainey. That's what I thought. They have a song called I Quit Drinking and I like it a lot. Mm. I mean, why would you ever quit drinking? After Vegas, I quit. Yeah. But then I started again, you know? Yeah. I 
like it. It's it's so funny because Kelsey Ballerini is a country star, and that is not a country song. She is, but she does a lot of like poppy crossover stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, she's always been kind of kind of a pop gal. Yeah. All right, my last one is by Taylor Bono. She's actually, um, I haven't seen her in a long time, but she is a friend of mine. I met her in Nashville. Now she's living out in LA. I just love her. She's super cool. How do you spell her name? She spells Taylor weird. T-A-Y-L-E-R. And then Bono is B-U-O-N-O. She has a new song called Need Another. The video for it is sickening. People need to not change and spell their name weird like this because it's hard to find. I know, I know. Need another? Uh, Yeah. I need another name for you, Taylor, because it's, it's stupid. So I go out instead. I look for crowded rooms with the lights all on. When no one can see me cry, where I'm not alone. Somebody dance with me now, dance with me now. Feel the beat, hands all around, hands all around. Touching me, dance with me now, dance with me now. Feel the beat. Can you see the uh, album artwork for this? Yeah. Okay. So she's standing there and she's got her arm like this, you know, mm-hmm. and like looking like sexy and stuff. And like, I've noticed a lot of women do this pose a lot. And like, when do you fucking stand like that? When in the, like, have you ever been at a bar and been like, you know what I'm going to do? <laughs> I'm going to do this. People would be like, what's fucking wrong with you? Why are you holding your hand like that? <laughs> you know, like, does, is your arm asleep? Like, what's happening here? But like, it's a, like a total model pose. Well, I love it. Our album art's great. I do too. I'm just saying, and this is nothing against Taylor. I just like I see this pose a lot, and it's like, when yeah, have you just, ever sat there? It just makes everything there? more flattering. It makes everything more oh, flattering. It does. So it stretches things it out. It elongates and you. Yeah, lifts the tits a little. Yeah. Uh, tightens your arm flap. Yeah. It just, and it just I mean, because it makes everything look better. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Now that we're going back to bars and stuff, I just want to see women at the bar just doing this. And I'm like, what is, I just want to see it. Great stuff. Casual like hair fix. Just no, like, no, no, just not hair fix, just staying there the entire time. No, you got to, you got to like at least work it a little bit. Yeah. I saw Manchester Orchestra has some new tunage. Uh, that too. This is called Never Ending. I love me some Manchester Orchestra. There is nothing left to see. It was never ending. It was never ending. It's a vibe. It's also a never-ending song coming in at like eight fucking minutes. So <laughs> maybe you guys should cut some of that. Did I see that Billie Eilish has some new stuff out? I'm seeing a song called Lost Cause. Is that new? Uh, I think that came out a while ago. Lost Cause came out June 2nd. Ten days ago. Billie Eilish like leaning into like uh, being sexy. Mm-hmm. Recently. I'm kind of into Sex it. Sex-sals. Sex-sals. 
his lost cause. You ran the shower and left them by the stairs. Thought you had your shit together, but damn, I was wrong. You were nothing but a lost cause. And this ain't nothing like it once was. I know you think you're such an outlaw, but you got no job. You ain't nothing but a. I like Billie Eilish. I like her too. God, remember we played her? We played her like years ago. Yep. Yeah, we were on that, weren't we? Yeah, we were. Yeah, we were. Um, all right. Do you have anything else? I don't think so, but I think Vern has some shout outs. <sighs> yes. Is it just me, by the way, or is like the fucking telemarketing calls to my cell phone really ramping up these days? Like out of control. What's happening? How do you guys get my cell phone know. number? Do I need to change? Hate it. it. I kind of want to change it. Right? I can't change one. I'll never remember a new number. <laughs> Which, by the way, we asked some Patreoners out there who was your favorite from night one of the Bachelorette, and Cat Guy came in number one. Barely. Doesn't matter. A win's a win. All right. There's no pictures in the scorecard. Cat Guy for the win. All right, Brandy, Fern on the radio program. And I, before you go, I must give a couple shout-outs to our favorite Patreoners out there who pay good, hard money for this stupid podcast. Here we go. Shout-out to Elias D. Elias D. Elias. Do we think I'm saying that right? Elias? Elias, that is right. That makes more sense, but maybe it's Elias. I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. We also don't know where Elias or Elias is from, so I'm going to make something up. She's from Gilead. Oh, boy. She needs to get out of Gilead and go to Canada or maybe Colorado. Mm-hmm. Also, shout out to Jamie C. from Washington State. Jamie C., I see you, darling. You look gorgeous. Also, shout out to Brianna M. Do you know any Briannas? I do. Do you like her? Yeah, one of my mom's um, assistants is named Brianna. She great. What the fuck does your mother's assistant do? Just go to the uh, like, weed adds, store? Add stuff to her calendar, yeah. Sends her weed. That's probably about it. That's it. That's <laughs> easiest job. Easiest what? fucking job in the world. You want that job? Kind of. <laughs> also, shout out to Minchie W. Mincy? Minchie. Mitchie? Mitchie. What the fuck's going on with these names this week? <laughs> we can't, why can't we have Dirt Greg? I don't know, but I love Canada. Shout out. Shout out from Alberta. Alberta, Alberta. That's one of my favorite songs. The Eric Clapton song. Actually, I believe it's a J.J. Kale song, but then Eric Clapton stole it and made it famous. He did that with a lot of songs. Basically, J.J. Kale made Eric Clapton famous. Well, Eric Clapton was quite a good guitar player, and he was good in Derek and the Dominoes, but really, the w- lyrical genius comes from J.J. Kale, if you didn't know that. Uh, also, shout out to Maya from Toronto, Canada. We have a lot of fans in Toronto. I love Canada. Save Canada. Okay, that's it. I'm going to go have, uh, what do old people do? 
I'm not sure. I'm going to go change my Depends. Ew, gross. Have an insure. And I'm going to go feed pigeons. That sounds right. Because I'm an old person and all my friends are dead. So now I'm just a sad old fuck in the park. Even though the bread's probably not healthy for these fucking pigeons, but who cares? Because I'm going to die soon, so they are going to as well. Goodbye, everybody. Thanks, Vern. Well, that's very depressing. Speaking of Patreon, mm-hmm. our Patreon Live is going to be this week, actually tomorrow night. I know we've been like switching these around on you guys, but um, it's because... We're actually busy again. How great is that? I know. Give that a ding. So thanks for being flexible around our schedules, guys. But um, we'll be doing that Patreon live tomorrow night. Wells, are you joining that or no? I don't think so. This TBD. Is... No, I think I'm gonna have. I think I'm gonna do the live this week with a special guest. Ooh. So you guys will have to tune in and see who that is. Very nice. Yeah. Sorry. I think I am going to be working. So I don't think I can. Good do for it. you. You go, Glenn Coco. That's right. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. All right. Well, we love you, YFTers out there. We love you guys. We miss you guys. Now I'm I'll start- see you tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. Not me. I'm out of there. Is it Dirt <laughs> Greg? Is Dirt Greg your guest? I'm not calling him that. I love the name Dirt Greg. That's so fucking funny. No. No. Come on. You can call him that. We've got Kitty Cat. We've got Dirt Greg. I like Greg. Old Greg. Do you ever remember that video oh, yeah. of Old Greg? Oh, old Greg! <laughs> That's just what I think of. <laughs> All right, guys. We love you. Be good. And if you can't be good, be good at it. Wow. All right. Allison, Eric Clapton. This podcast has been brought to you by Podcast Nation.